Welcome to the Hello Retirement Podcast with Josh Leonard from Leonard Advisory Group. In this podcast, we help those nearing retirement greet it with a well-prepared smile. Join Josh and his guests to learn the retirement and tax planning tips you need so you too can live your golden years with the happiness and excitement you deserve. Hear stories from his years of experience to help you transition into a fun and intentional retirement. Now, on to the show. Welcome to the Hello Retirement Podcast with your host, Josh Leonard, where we talk about transitioning into retirement with intent. I'm Wendy McConnell. Hi, Josh. How are you? Great. How are you today, Wendy? Oh, I'm feeling wonderful. Good, good, good. Good to hear. Well, Wendy, do you know what happened on December 23rd of 2022? That is the um, day that it's Christmas Eve Eve. That, that's true. That's true. It's also the day that my uh, oldest son, Eli, turned six. <gasps> Ooh. And uh, this was a big year for him. So he started kindergarten this year. And here in Southwest Michigan, he has full day kindergarten. So that's like a lot of stimulation for the young guy. Sure. Big adjustment. But now he's thriving. He's all calibrated to the environment. And uh, he really likes all the new opportunities that are there. So okay. there's something else that happened on December 23rd that opens up new opportunities for t- retirees. Do you know about this, Wendy? Of course I don't, Josh. Would you tell me? <laughs> this is the Secure Act 2.0, as it's nicknamed. It is a law that went into effect to help. Uh, those saving for retirement to help shore up our overall retirement system in the U.S. Have you heard anything about this, Wendy? No, but is it going to make me rich? It it might help you make yourself more wealthy. Okay. It in and of itself won't, but it opens up new savings opportunities and new planning opportunities. So today I thought we'd run through the Secure Act 2.0, some of the highlights that we see impacting those nearing and in retirement the most. Give it to me, Josh. All right. Well, first one up, we'll cover four main areas, but the first one is going to be RMD changes. Wendy, are you aware of what an RMD is? Is is this just to make me look silly and stupid? Is no, that it's a quiz whole... today, Wendy. It's a quiz. <laughs> well, I've already <laughs> failed. No, I do not know what RMD ah, good. is for. <laughs> well, that's what I was hoping you'd answer, because sometimes folks are unaware of what an RMD is. So if I go into a diatribe about RMD changes, they're going to be like, Great. Good. Thanks, Josh. That that? was not helpful at all. (laughs) So an RMD is a required minimum distribution. Oh, this is the government saying, hey, Wendy, we were nice enough to let you put that money aside without paying taxes in it for your retirement. Well, at some point, you need to start withdrawing that money and paying taxes on it, at least at a minimum rate. And those are your required minimum distributions. Prior to December of 2019, when the first SECURE Act was passed, RMDs started at age 70 and a half. Now, why 70 and a half and not 70 or 71? I don't know. I don't make the rules. (laughs) I just recite them back to folks. The SECURE Act 1.0, or the original SECURE Act, pushed that age till age 72. Okay. That means once you turn 72, whether you need it or not, you need to be withdrawing from your qualified retirement funds like 401k or IRA. Doesn't mean you have to take it all out, but small amounts based on an age-based factor. So as you get older, your withdrawal amount is, 
is more, a larger percentage of the account. But the idea is that you're paying down those taxes over time or you're paying some taxes on that money. Okay. So with the Secure Act 2.0, they moved it out till age 73 for those born between the year 1951 and 1959 and all the way up till age 75 for those born after that. So if you are nearing retirement now or maybe one of the planning things that we do around RMDs is we look to do Roth conversions prior to those forced withdrawals with the RMDs. So now that timeline has opened further. If you retire at age 65 and it was 72, you needed to take that money out. Well, maybe it's 73, or if you're really lucky, you might be kicking the can down the road to 75 now. So if you have the luxury of not needing to tap into that money, Mm -hmm. keeping it there will be more beneficial for you. Yes, or at least helping to alleviate. One of the problems that we see with really, really good savers, Wendy, is that they put so much money away, let's say in their 401k at work, they got in a good habit of saving and now they retired and they realized, oh, I actually saved more than I needed, right? Good problem to have. Yeah. Uh, But when RMDs time come, they're forced to take more money out of those plans than they actually need. So if we have a longer window in those early years of retirement, we can look at different planning strategies like Roth conversions to help lower taxes throughout retirement. Okay. And you mentioned Roth uh, 401ks. Yeah. So Roth 401ks were affected here as well. Under old law in your Roth 401k, you had a required minimum distribution as well. It wasn't taxed as that money came out but you had to take the money out. Now, under Secure Act 2.0, starting in 2024, you will not need to make RMDs on your Roth 401k. Okay, well, that's good news. Another big changes with RMDs is RMDs had one of the steepest tax penalties if you didn't take it. So if you didn't take that required minimum distribution, you would be assessed a 50% penalty on the amount that you didn't take out. That's a lot. Yeah, plus whatever income tax bracket you were in. So let's say you were in a 22% tax bracket. Well, Uncle Sam's taking 72% of that money. That's pretty painful. I'd say so. Yeah, what we found is many times you could argue it, say, hey, I made a mistake, ask for forgiveness, take the money out, and the IRS might be lenient with you. But what they did in Secure Act 2.0 is they said, hey, now we're going to open up a correction window. And in that correction window, your penalty would only be 10% rather than 50%. So lower penalty. If you miss that correction window, the max penalty now would be 25%. So we just lowered down that penalty quite substantially. Even in the worst case, it's half the penalty that it used to be. So that is some good news. That's some great news. Many times people miss uh, these required minimum distributions, maybe on inherited accounts or different different accounts. Maybe they have a smaller account that they kind of lost track of over time. And then they miss it and all of a sudden they're getting hit with a penalty. This is a little bit more lenient way to deal with that. Hopefully you can do it within that correction window. Um, Right now, the guidance isn't 100% clear, but it looks like you'll have about a year to correct that. Or until the IRS gives you a deficiency letter in the mail or something like that, until they reach out and say, hey, 
Wendy, you made a mistake on this. Then you're already in trouble. If you self-correct, it looks like you'll fall under that that lower penalty window of 10%. Okay. Well, all right. So pay attention. That's right. You got right. all that, Wendy? Yeah, I do. Okay. Next one is that we have higher catch-up contributions. So for those nearing retirement, we've had a catch-up contribution where you're able to put more money into an IRA or 401k. Well, with the Secure Act 2.0 starting in 2024, it's the IRA catch-up contributions, which used to be $1,000, will now index with inflation. So as inflation goes up, they'll increase by $100 increments based on inflation. So that'll help keep up with the spending power of money over time so folks can save more. In 2025, employer plan contributions like in 401ks and 403bs for those age 60 to 63 are also getting a boost. They're able to increase their limit by the greater of $10,000 or 150% of the catch-up contribution amount. That will also be indexed for inflation. So if you follow all that, Wendy, there's a lot of complicated math. The bottom line is that you'll be able to save more if you're in that window right before retirement. So 60 to 63, you get a boost. If you have a simple plan, if you work for a smaller employer or maybe it's your company, 60 to 63 also opens up a window for you to put away a little bit more money there. So if you're a, if you're in that, keep your eye out over the next couple of years. If you're trying to save more money for retirement, you can get more into some of those qualified plans with the new loan. So they want you to hurry up and save some money so you can retire and you won't need money from them. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You can pull it back out then. <laughs> and hopefully then tax brackets revert back to the old rates so they get a little bit more money on it, right? Um, I don't anyways, know. We also had some changes for QCDs and other charitable giving vehicles like Kretz and Kratz, which we won't get into too much detail there. But those are charitable Unitrust, charitable remainder annuity trusts, charitable giving annuities. We have a one-time opportunity with those types of accounts, Wendy, that we can take our QCD or our qualified charitable distribution money and fund one of those accounts. Now, there's a ton of rules around it, but if you're charitably minded and you've reached the age of 70 and a half, this is something you might want to dig deeper into. A QCD is the opportunity to take money out of your qualified retirement accounts, like an IRA or a 401k, and send it directly to the charity and avoid being taxed on that money at all. So you're taking the money and sending it to a non-taxable entity. We've opened up some of these opportunities. Uh, the QCD date still starts at 70 and a half. That didn't change with the later RMDs. They used to be correlated at the same age. Now they're not. They've left that 70 and a half in place. So again, this is another opportunity to sort of get rid of some of the taxes in your qualified retirement plans before you're forced to take the money out. Yeah, get rid of those taxes. That's right, as much as we can. Another one that's been in the news a lot is taking 529 plans and doing uh, taking some of that money over to a Roth IRA. Have you heard anything about this, Wendy? This is the next part of the quiz. And I'm still failing miserably. <laughs> so no. Okay. So a 529 plan is a college savings plan. 
for many of our clients, they'll view this as a way to help maybe grandkids save some money for school. So it's nice, depending on the state, you might get a state tax deduction for it. The money can grow within the account and is non-taxable on distribution for the beneficiary, hopefully a grandkid or whoever the student is, as long as that money's for qualified educational expenses. One of the fears that we've heard from, from clients over the years is, hey, what if they don't go to school, right? What if they decide to maybe go to a trade school or just start their own business right out of high school? What if they don't use it? Then we have to pay tax penalties to get the money out and everything. Maybe I shouldn't even use this vehicle. Well, 529s can be great because they help protect in, in terms of bankruptcy and other things like that. We get some great tax benefits there as well. But now in the Secure Act 2.0, you have the ability to take leftover funds over to a Roth IRA. So if you're helping out the grandkids save for college, and let's see, they get that full ride to Harvard and doing really good for themselves. So they don't need this extra money. Oh, well, yes. Once, that happens all the time. Uh, it's pretty much a daily <laughs> occurrence, right? For somebody. I don't know who right. that somebody is. Go ahead. Yeah. Please continue. Uh, so if that's the case, let's say that they don't need it for whatever uh, reason. Now, that money from grandma and grandpa can be transitioned to help them save for retirement in a tax-free manner as well. So they it's can, not a waste of money. It's not a waste of money, and you still get great tax advantages. So for, for, let's say, a recent college graduate, maybe they started at their new job and they're not making a ton of money, well, they can convert up to the IRA limits each and every year that portion of money out of their 529 plan over to a Roth IRA. The lifetime limit's only at $35,000, so this doesn't open up some gigantic tax loophole or anything like that, but it's an opportunity for a little bit of college savings to be converted over to a Roth IRA over the years. Any contributions in the last five years are not eligible. And uh, the account has to be at least 15 years old or longer. It has to be in existence for at least 15 years in order to be eligible for this type of conversion. To make them so, change over to the Roth. Yeah. And what it looks like they were trying to do there is saying, hey, you know what? We're going to allow this as a transition point. But we're not going to make it a loophole where people are just dumping a bunch of money in a 529 to pull it over to a Roth. Okay, that makes sense. But again, I think this brings some great planning opportunities, gives a little bit more flexibility to the 529 plan and opens up some new opportunities for those grandkids. So I always like to remind my dad, you know, it's really good to help our kids save for college. It's <laughs> really nice gift. So, you know, knowing that in the back of your mind that it could be used for retirement would be would be a great opportunity for folks there as well. Mm -hmm. So, Wendy, Secure Act 2.0 brings a ton of new planning opportunities. We covered four key areas today, but much like Eli starting kindergarten this year, might be overwhelming at the beginning, right? We can read through this law. I can tell you about QCDs, RMDs, cruts, crats, and you're going to say, great, Josh, thanks. I kind of got some of that. Right. So we're going to have a lot of communication around this over the next couple of months. We're here to help. We're going to be providing some guidance so people take advantage of the new planning opportunities that are available to them. Uh, we'll be hosting a webinar on February 16th at 10.30 a.m. Eastern for the love of retirement, 
In this, we're going to talk about different planning opportunities for this year in 2023, but also cover in a little bit more detail the SECURE Act 2.0. We also have a special wealth report. Our latest edition is titled, How Will the SECURE Act 2.0 Affect Your Retirement? That link, as well as the webinar link, will be in the show notes. So for any of you listeners, great way to learn a little bit more information if you want to dig deeper into this subject. Or if you say, Josh, you covered a lot in a really short period of time, maybe just reading through that wealth report will help give you some time to digest the information a little bit slower. As somebody who is around these numbers and rules and laws and all of this stuff uh, so often, how long does it take before you finally get that where it all just clicks? <laughs> I don't know. So I, you know, I've been working as an advisor for over 10 years. And the last group of years, you know, really since 2019, we've had so many changes that it's an adjustment. And really, even the RMDs starting at age 72, we talk to a lot of folks all the time that still think it's 70 and a half. So I would say a lot. Now, the advantage of checking in with an advisor, whether it's us or someone else, is they're thinking about this all day, right? Yeah. Just like your doctor, you can read WebMD, right? And we all have done that maybe for a rash or something. I'm real good at that. That's not like 20 years worth of experience, right? You know, what? really? We, we can go down a rabbit hole and get ourselves in trouble. <laughs> I think retirement and planning's the same. You know, okay. for us in our office, when there are these legal changes, we try to communicate a lot about it externally, but also internally, where we read through articles and kind of talk through it to find planning opportunities for folks. So you're not working with an advisor, this is like a huge planning opportunity. These are the type of things that a lot of folks that try to manage their retirement plan by themselves might miss some opportunities for tax planning or things like that that can save them quite a load of money over time. And some of the um, some of the benefits is that you don't really have to understand this all 100%. That is the tax advisor's job. That's right. Yep. And we work with, uh, so if you work with a CPA, we'll work hand in hand with them to communicate, hey, these are the opportunities we're looking at and make sure that they're giving their blessing on it as well. And those other professionals can help add an additional perspective into your plan as well. So if you're working with an advisor, try to build that team around. We have CPAs that we prefer to work with, but most of our clients have a longstanding relationship. We're supportive of that as well but like to bridge that that line of communication so we can be most effective. All right, Josh, tell us about the webinar again. Yeah, so the webinar is going to be for the love of retirement. And this is a webinar that we're hosting February 16th at 10.30 a.m. Uh, here we're going to talk about the SECURE Act 2.0. We're also going to dig into some other planning opportunities that we see for retirees and those nearing retirement in the year 2023. And as Josh mentioned, the uh, links for that are in the show notes. Now, how can people get in touch with you, Josh? Absolutely. They can call our office at 412-998-PLAN. They can email me at jleonard at leonardadvisorygroup.com. And they can check out our website at leonardadvisorygroup.com. Well, thank you, Josh. It was a very enlightening episode today where I realized that I've still failing quizzes after all of this time. <laughs>
Well, thank you, Wendy. We'll get you fully knowledgeable here uh, over time. Thank goodness. And thank you for joining us on the Hello Retirement Podcast. Please like, follow, and share with your friends. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell. Thank you for listening to the Hello Retirement Podcast, the show that helps you transition into a happy, fun, and intentional retirement. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at www.leonardadvisorygroup.com or give us a call at 412-998-PLAN. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Leonard Advisory Group, LLC. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service professionals with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.